You're tuned in to Sheersley Podcast, where I unleash my home salon lifestyle, keeping it sheersley real, unfiltered, and uplifting, inspiring you to become the sparkiest CEO of your life. So prepare yourself to go beyond the beauty chair to create and manifest the business you desire. What is up, you marvelous listener? You are a freaking amazing for tuning in. I gotta say that much. Like, seriously, it means a lot that you are taking your time to listen to seriously little old me, even though I'm not that old. But thank you. Um, I hope you are ready to be uncomfortable. It seems like that is every single episode is I do get so uncomfortable in parts of my episode. When I do a playback and listen myself, I cringe just even listening to myself. It's so awkward. (laughs) But you know what? I can laugh at that awkwardness. I feel that this is the fifth episode in and I'm, I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable of entering into um, recording. And I want to let you know that I took a tally on episode four and I redid it seven times, right? So far right now, as you're speaking, this is numero one oh, and I hope this just works out. Like I said, in the last podcast, this topic is going to be about freedom and flexibility. And why it like works so great for my own self. Like here's the thing, guys. Whenever I'm talking, I seriously know that something that works for my own self, I know 100% isn't going to work for everybody. Because the thing is, when I do learnings or teachings, not everything works for me, right? And I see that, I observe it, and if I try it and it doesn't work, that is fine. But just because something doesn't Uh, plan out or doesn't align with you doesn't mean that you can discredit it right and that's the hardest thing I find about life these days is a lot of credit and worth and what does that mean to you I had this conversation actually with a guest of mine today and it was about worth And she has her own business and pricing everything. And she's like, I know I undercut myself. And I look and I was just like, I looked at her and was like, do you value what your price, what you do? You can't have the comparison of what other people are. I'm like, do you value and you think that you are worth that? And she said, 100%. Do you think you're worth more? She said, 100% but it's going to come. And I'm like, yes, it's a journey. You're not going to be worthy of a price tag right away. 100% no. Like, I want to let you know that, like, I value a dollar and two dollars. I find that is a lot. Like, I like, I think $20 is a lot of money. (laughs) And I don't want to be like prudish or anything like that, but I value it. Cash is king. And 
that is something that I try to do with Riker as well. It's like, since uh, he sees me trying to do budgeting in my business and just life in general, that he's around and I talk to him about finances. My parents or Kyle's parents never really talked to us about finances growing up. And that was just something that you don't talk about. That wasn't an open discussion. It was like, a weird faux pas in our society, right? Like, or if you person who have talked about money that you're just snooty or, or I find sometimes people will talk about money of how much do they have and they have jack shit. It's weird about, about worth, but I don't value worth as a, a money sign. Actually, um, I do worth more on an emotional level is, of how I feel because I feel that your emotional investment, your emotional, your emotional um, price tag is so much more valuable. So don't ever feel like uncomfortable if your price, like for instance, like if you are charging, you know, $30 for a haircut, but you know, you know, someone in the States is charging $60. Like you have to really look at where your economy is because you know what? You also have to be fitting because if you're too expensive, you're not going to have a higher rate of that clientele depending on where you live, right? You have to see around your your area and how to go about that or that is, that's more my sense for that, but see off topic, Cheers the show. Dun, 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 dun. That's my little show tune when that whenever I get off topic it <laughs> goes. But today we are actually talking about freedom and flexibility. So let's sh- switch gears and go to that. What I have discovered, and I never knew about this when I started working from home, was the freedom and flexibility that you actually get. And I was excited for the freedom of being my own boss, my own manager, and holding my own self accountable of trying to build a business that I was very unknowledgeable about the business side of things when I first started. Um, But I, the flexibility of it while working from home was absolutely amazing. Um, Like I said, I have one child started at two years old with working from home and the flexibility of being able to raise him at the same time, you know, preparing and balancing, delegating, you know, times I'm able to do sessions, it worked best for me. And when Working in your typical salon, like you are working under somebody else that you have to help bring them money in their business so they can pay their expenses. So you are being double booked. You are, you know, you don't have a choice. Like I didn't have a choice on like a certain walk-in that came in. It was like first come, first serve type of basis, right? Even though you're trying to do your word of mouth and your own marketing by handing out cards and everything, Like I started as a hairdresser before social media became such a mainstream. So it was, you know, the classic way of marketing yourself. So 
I had to um, readjust to a new lifestyle, a new strategy way of doing hair. I felt like I was stepping back a lot for sure because working from home, I'm acquired by my city bylaws to only have one client at a time and a max of only six people a day. And at first I was like, ooh, is that is that even going to be sustainable to be able to, you know, build my business and raise my kid? And I, like I felt like it was going to slow me down because I don't like sitting down. I like to do, 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 do type of things. I like to multitask. So it was a new uh, gear set that I had to uh, just adjust to. And I grew to love it. So flipping much of only having one client at a time, I felt my quality of work skyrocketed because I didn't have that pressure of the next people that was I going to run behind? Because those are things that are a reality in our industry is when you get double booked, you get doubled behind. That's a, that's a reality. And that's the hairdressing world. And I found people appreciated that more, much more of having a service solo that they fully 100% got catered to. And that was so much cool flexibility in a freedom aha moment that I loved. And then also too, that I was like in between clients, I like to have about, you know, 45 to an hour in between each client so that I am able to come in my house and be able to cater to my child and see what he needs, right? Does he need to be picked up from school? Does he need like a snack. He is nine now in this journey of building my home salon at home. And he's a pretty independent kid too. But also too, I know for my own self, the older that he gets, I do want to increase more of my time and I want to devote more of my time behind the chair, right? Because I want to provide for my family, but I find that I can dive into that a lot more, right? So I'm navigating on, you know, finding a new way of scheduling myself. So during this whole COVID situation is when I started to come back, like I did a month of COVID catch up. And then after I knew I was going down to part-time because it was still summertime too. And, you know, Riker has been out of school for how long? And he's only a child that I do need to give effort time to, you know, be around his presence, help guide him, uh, make memories and do a whole bunch of learnings and stuff. So now that I find he is in school and he is nine and, you know, he's, he's confident in a lot of things is I can divide more time into building my career. So I want to let you know, like, I am like full-time, part-time, <laughs> And I, I'm laughing because I'm like, that doesn't even freaking make sense, Jamie. But, um, is I, even though like for six years, seven years, I worked six or five days a week and your typical, like, well, 11 till eight o'clock. I, 
I have about three or four people a day. That is much as that I can tolerate a day that I'm able to divide my energy into, that I am able to balance the both worlds. Like, I don't want this to be a misconception that, like, I have that lifestyle as a typical salon where I'm so, 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 so busy, grinding, hustling. I hate the word hustle, by the way. Like, it's not my favorite, you know, were to like live by because when you hustle you burn out it's it's just not a fun journey but I I am still like as a part-time and I'm only having one client at the time but when you have to think about it color services can take a long time they can take up to three to five hours depending what you're doing obviously color corrections are more but when there's changes that need to be done in hair even if it's a guest that you already currently have you can create your own color corrections with them all the time that happens that is like another episode we will dive into but with that being said it still takes a lot of time so if I have three people a day and I had three hours each for each of that client, that's nine day, nine hours. That's over an eight hour day. So I, one person was quite surprised when I told them that I only do about that much. Like I would say at the very beginning, um, like, like I was reaching my mark of having like six people a day and they were, became very long hours. I started at nine, I, nine till nine, I was pretty much open and that just developed, you know, business burnout and I can easily be dived in to business. Like what a workaholic, that's the word. Um, I can very much be like that. And since I work from home, I'm just like, Oh, the convenience, everything is so great. But also too, like that freedom and flexibility is great. It is a pro, but with every pro, with every positive comes a negative with that. Because when freedom and flexibility comes about, you can get lazy on things. You can lack on um, some of the discipline that you need to do um, on your everyday tasks as well. So you have to be very aware of that. Like with freedom, like if, uh, I'm trying to think of something like off the spot that comes in the free, you know, those times where a client cancels last minute and it's kind of like, oh shit. Well, I'm glad I just had that time off anyways. I totally went through that stage, right? Someone canceled that I didn't have anyone on my wait list, but I wouldn't post anything on social media and being like, so I... I feel like when you're promoting yourself for clients and stuff, like I feel like I truly am like prostituting myself on social media, <laughs> right? Of like, come get this done. I'm, I, I don't know. I do have a hard time sometimes marketing my own self of being like, come get this done because I don't want people to feel forced of their insecurities of marketing things. Um, that is like a, again, little off topic of rant, but that is something that I particularly don't want to do. But then in turn, I can always justify to myself, oh, if this last minute client canceled, even though 
like even if they brought like I have a cancellation fee and I haven't had anyone like, you know, flip me off because they were pissed off about my cancellation fee or anything. They're really good because when they cancel within my 24 hours, all I've experienced is my clients saying, don't worry, I've already e-transferred my cancellation fee. That is great clientele to have. And I've tried to build this clientele because I wanted clear communications of a relationship. It's a relationship at best. And I feel that the comfort in my home, like I can have that. Well, it's important to, to uh, be friendly with your clients, but you don't have to be friends with your clients. But it's a space where I feel so comfortable in that I can I can speak my truth and what I what I need out of my business to make myself operate better. So my freedoms and flexibilities. So I needed to tell that this is a con for freedom and flexibility about working from home. People perceive that freedom and flexibility that you're open and you're accessible 24/7 working from home. And I got to say uh-uh that is that is not what happens you are entitled to say no as a beautician off hours you don't have to respond to messages right at the beginning um, not the beginning but so fast if it's not within your working hours or um, even doing consultations like through a text message I unfortunately do not do that as I, I did. I 100% did. And that was part of the, that people pleasing process. But I found that because I'm such a slow freaking writer and reader and all that type of stuff that I had so much to say that I couldn't verbally address it through thumb texts. I went through thumb threats all the freaking time. So either I would say, let's do a, like a virtual and talk about it. But here's the thing, like, I will do some virtual consultations with guests and mostly it's on a beauty budget or how does it change, how it will affect the hair if I already knew their hair and what it's um, um, acceptable, no, accessible, no, what their integrity is, you know, and I prefer consultations in the flesh, in person, because it's a whole process for me. I need to visually see your hair in the light that I have I need to touch the hair that's the thing that you miss out on virtuals is the touch of the hair and that is something that we have to try to learn better of touching and feeling of diagnosing the hair um, because truthfully there's one thing that really is a misguiding thing for hairstylists that we don't have as a tool and that is actually seeing inside the hair, having x-ray vision. That is something we truly do not have because not the whole hair strand is going to be consistent of the same integrity. The whole strand is, it's a roller coaster up in there of porosity and potholes and all those things. So consultations in person are something that I prefer to do so if you prefer online and it works great for you good I love that that is that is absolutely amazing because all I want for other people is things that work great for them and I want to praise them even if I 
don't do them, or I'm going to take a snippet of that thing that they do that works going to be better for me. It's like, it's always a puzzle piece. We're always observing and gathering from others' experiences or our own experiences or learnings online. It's like, we're all gathering and having perspectives of something different. So with the freedom and flexibility of working from home is 100% an asset if you want to make your main priority of raising your children. But also, too, the freedom and flexibility, you can't be laxative. Is laxative a word? Not like laxative, because that's... (laughs) I just got to laugh at myself for a second here. Um, But is that you have to be still willing to have your head in the game in your industry if you're still working from home, right? It's for sure, like, you can 100% do part-time in the industry. That's why I've frowned upon, right? Um, so you have to see what is going to be best fitting for you. What does your flexible... I don't want to know how flexible you are, but what does your flexibility look like to you? And all I'm envisioning is myself doing the pretzel right now. (laughs) What a vision. What a vision, you guys. But uh, is what does it mean to you in your family if you decide to do that? But also, too, it doesn't even have to be when you are working from home is when you're in an independent suite as well right? What does that pro, what is that purpose of that freedom flexibility going to mean for you? And you know what? We all have control issues and I like the control of it, that I have control of what I want to create my business to be like. The only person that I have to blame is my own self. And sometimes That is not always a fun thing to do, but you have to hold yourself accountable for, you know, fucky situations um, that make you feel uncomfortable or if you developed a business insecurity, right, is um, you have to be open and that comes in the freedom, the freedom to embrace the business process that you are going to build, that you're going to struct and mold from your own thinker in your own hands, right? It's freedom and flexibility is very much desired uh, because also too, I don't ever want to develop and be in a consistent state of burnout, I like to be able to manage my time where I can be there for my family more. My clients are very important to me, but why have we always thought that when you are a woman being a mom and in the working field, like there's such a weird division in our like female roles that there's like a division to be between people who are stay-at-home moms and those who, you know, who work, right? Like it's weird. Like I, I've had, you know, a client sit in my chair before and, and was like, oh, I love that you're just, you know, a stay-at-home mom. Like at least you're doing something with your life. 
And I just like took it aback. I'm like, I wanted best. Oh, I wanted both. I wanted both, both of both worlds, but also too, it's like, I put my family first and I'm not afraid to share that. And it seems like through how society is, you know, warped to what women are supposed to be, like how much sacrifices that we are supposed to do to succeed in life is to always be busy and hustle. I want to do both. There's lots of things that I want to do in my life and I want to fulfill them at the best of my ability and to be able to do work and have my hands in some hair and creating some delicious hues while also parenting at the same time or balancing it in and under one roof. And that is super great. But I love how the freedom and flexibility definitely um, is more on the positive side than negative than the negative side. Um, but it, it works great. It's something that even if you're actually an employee, like you can still have freedom and flexibility as an employee. You're still entitled entitled to that. Like if you being an employee, like you know, talk to your owner of like, these are the things that I want to specialize, right? When you build up your books and everything and being able to, you know, maybe take um, certain days off, change your schedule around to be able to work around with the owner. Like sometimes we always forget as an employee that we are allowed to ask questions. We are allowed to say something, but also to it's, accepting if the boss is not negotiable on that they're entitled to that as well so it's just a it's just a mismatchy of everything I guess today in this episode but mostly I stayed on topic so I am going to give you a gold star and also I'm pretty sure I didn't even stop this episode it's a gooder and it's the first recording well, that is pretty exciting. Again, I appreciate your time. We're almost up at that 30-minute mark, I believe. And I'm going to leave you with, in the show notes, there is a freebie guide of a home salon lifestyle. So if you're planning on bringing your beauty career home, I have a guidebook that will help ignite like the planning process and to see if this is the right fit for you. Because I understand working from home isn't for everybody, but you know what? It is a growing industry and desirable to work from home if you are desiring more freedom and more flexibility. Did I sound like a really good broadcaster right there? (laughs) Well, guys, peace out to the next episode and have a lovely one. Ciao.